Are you a fan of things that go bump in the night? Chills up your spine, paralyzed by fright. Thrilled by horror at the center of a chat. Then welcome to the Nerds from the Crypt podcast. Welcome to Nerds from the Crypt, the podcast that reviews your favorite and maybe not so favorite horror movies and horror media. I'm your host, Saul. I'm Greg. It's David. And happy Purge Day. It's that day that Purge happens at uh, 7 p.m. tonight. So let's catch up with all you guys um, on how you guys are doing, especially David and Greg. Greg uh, is in Washington and uh, David is up in uh, the same in Oregon, right, David? Yes, usually I'm in Washington, but we'll see how long I'll be in Portland for. So how is it with you guys? Um, you guys are in a place that is a lot more strict or has a lot more restrictions than where I am at. Um, so how is it over there? Um, currently right now, I mean, my work, like my day job is uh, strictly work from home. Don't come in. Um, travels kind of like, it seems like a lot of places are closed up. All your, uh, all of your events are, are canceled. Your, all your, uh, eateries and everything like that are closed down unless it's pickup or, or, uh, or, or like curbside delivery, if you will. Um, and, it's usually mainly just like grocery stores and other stuff like that. A lot of non-essential places are closing up just because uh, the traffic, so to speak, isn't isn't there because people aren't going out. So they're opting to stay in because, you know, that's what we're urged to do. So I would love to film both sides of this. I live like with no traffic, like 45 minutes south of Greg. Uh, around a college campus and everything's the rules are about the same but it's like less a little size in Tacoma and so all the eateries are closed around us except for to go yada 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 except every night so I live in a house full of like seven swimmers and every night a different uh, group of like college houses throws a huge party and I'm like guys come on <laughs> and since my school doesn't have any fraternities or sororities it's just like the athletic houses have created their own sanction like the football players the baseball players so these guys have just been creating have just been on a bender for the past two weeks since our school's been shut down and are just posting all these pictures of all these this i'm doing air quotes jello they've been making if you catch uh-huh. my drift yeah yeah, yeah. This is how problems start, man. This is how the <laughs> epidemic keeps keeps being propagated. <laughs> oh, you, uh, what are they calling them? Zillennials or no? Uh, coronials. I don't, coronials. Coronials. No, no, no. Yeah. That would be the that would be the people that are born from this. Right. So nine months, oh, yeah, yeah. those those coronials will come. Hey guys, before we continue with the podcast, we want to just jump in real quick and just let you all know we do have new merch available at tpublic.com. It's a t-shirt with a EC style of comics. Um, it's really reminiscent to the old Tales from the Crypt um, design, but of course with our ugly mugs on there. Um, no, they're not uh, designed to be like monsters. That's just the way we look. And um, yeah, you guys can get that right now, especially if you're getting this at the same at the weekend of this podcast coming out. Uh, you can get them for as low as $13. Art by Jenna Ayub. Right now is the perfect time to get them because uh, they're not only, like I said, not only t-shirts at $13, but you also can get other stuff. You can get mugs, stickers. Um, there's there's wall, wall art. Well, maybe not the wall art in this one. I think it's this small, but there's a couple of things. Hoodies. Can, hoodies, uh, baseball tees. There's um, even, I think there's even onesies that you might want to get. I don't know if you want to get onesie with the, with our mugs on it, but you know, you might yes. know, you might be able to do that. Um, Go for the crop but, you know, top. Yes. <laughs> you guys go out there. We'll leave the link in the description. Make sure to look up for Nerds of the Crypt. If you just said go to TeePublic, you'll be able to find that t-shirt, get it, support the podcast, and we'll be more than happy to give you a shout out if you let us know that you that you um, bought one. Like I said, it's a um, happy purge day. Why do I say that? If uh, you're watching this episode, it's probably because you've seen the, uh, the movie The Purge. And uh, tonight at 7 p.m. is when the movie events take place um, throughout what? the years. So we actually see this date um, in the movie, um, a couple a couple of scenes in there, right? Yeah. Before this, before, and um, Greg is probably going to have the, the, the best answer. Um, but David, before this, um, what did you know of or 
what was your history with uh, the purge? So before this, I'd seen Rick and Morty's episode of the purge, which has a great soundtrack, including Tony tone. It feels good. <laughs> uh, if you know, you know, yes. and so going into this, I was oh, hoping God. there'd be some like good R and B nineties hits. And if you've seen the purge, I was a little let down. I was hoping Ethan Hawke would bust a move. He did not. So at, at this point, the only thing you, you experienced before the movie was Rick and Morty? Yeah. I mean, sometimes my mom was like, hey, David, you should purge your closet. There's too many comic books in there. And I'd be like, you don't understand. He's going to work with a lot of money someday. I need to keep them in here. A purge is also so much. <laughs> <laughs> so much monies. <laughs> the only thing that I knew about the purge was from the from the um, previews because this is the first time I watched it as well. Oh, for and, real? Um, yeah, yeah. So, like I had, I joked earlier, David and I were purgeons before this. Oh wow! Um, <laughs> <laughs> I had seen the previews and never really, obviously, it never really caught my attention. Never really, um, and some people won't, won't see this movie as horror. But I mean, come on, it's it's a. Uh, it's becoming more real life horror than in more days than anything. Just like last week's movie, right? People monsters, uh, man. And nothing but people monsters. And that's the thing is that this movie kind of settles around peace and obeying the law. And then just one day, you know, one day or a couple of hours um, a year, you, you get to uh, just do whatever you want. And uh, yeah, I, I actually saw the Rick and Morty episode when it aired and, um, Prior to that, I actually watched the Star Trek, uh, the original series uh, episode. I forgot the name of it, but there is one episode where they show up and everybody's nice throughout the day. As soon as night comes, everybody just starts just doing whatever they, whatever the heck they want. It turns dark and it goes to hell in a handbasket like in a matter of seconds. Um, Craig. Yes. Uh, so this was... Honestly, like uh, when the when the movie when the first movie came out when the movie we're going to talk about came out, my uh, this is one that like I was like, eh, you know, okay, it sounds interesting, whatever. My mom uh, was like all into it, you know. She she loved anything that had like a a, a, a dark a dark twist, a, a good thriller, a good horror movie in a sense, and this had that like interesting everything kind of all all in one. And she was like, okay. Um, check this out and she's like you gotta watch this it's gonna it, it, it's it's just it's an interesting take on it and, and from that point on I think like uh, up until um, I think we watched like the first uh, the first three movies uh, before she passed and each one definitely like uh, outlined different things um, and they, they definitely have that societal note so like if you take a look at context of, like uh, Romero zombie movies have a have a take on uh the way that people look at society and how society does different stuff, but with the use of zombies, uh, the purge movies definitely, uh, takes a look at society and has a look at how different, uh, like in this movie is definitely in the first movie. It's a have and have not type situation Mm -hmm. in, uh, anarchy. It's, it's definitely, uh, it, it outlines that a lot more. So, but from the other side of things. So we're looking at in the first movie, we're looking at a, at a very rich, uh, higher, higher class, um, look at it. And then from the other side in the flip, uh, uh, like in anarchy, we're seeing, we're seeing a different, a different side of that, um, as we're delving more into the inner city. And then like in purge election year, we're looking at a, at a big, at a big dynamic shift, uh, from, from all those aspects and seeing a little more of the meat, uh, come away from it and it's it's definitely it's kind of interesting to see uh how it all splits apart and and can be looked at you know as society itself is taken apart and it's kind of it's kind of interesting so it's like you take the this, these movies and you take the Romero movies and stuff like that and you're like oh wow here's a really good intersection of society but shown through different ways d- different lenses and stuff uh that's kind of what my mom uh we had a, like a lot of discussions about that so i was like okay this is kind of cool um, little, a little, a little, uh, pee behind the, <laughs> pee behind the curtain, if you will, uh, on my, my household life <laughs> with my family. Cause we had a lot of discussions about, about movies and, and, uh, and different things. But, um, 
the, the the overall on this movie, man, it definitely is one of those ones where it's like there's a lot of it's. I think like what uh, um, David was saying about the Rick and Morty episode, the the Rick and Morty episode definitely hits some things that you're like you watch that and you watch the Purge, and if you haven't seen either of them, folks, go watch them both um, because it again it hits some notes that are like so so good because we are we're just travelers right we're just uh in, in all these situations you're either watching this or you're or you're like <laughs> when he's referencing the music the 90s music it feels good um it's one of those situations where you're you're seeing you're seeing it from another lens altogether uh, in the rick and morty episode so um yeah <laughs> purge it's good <laughs> i mean it's good for the soul it's cleansing you should do it not, not the killing part, but the, you know, the, you got to get rid of things sometimes and, you know, rage scream into a jar or a bucket or like, you know, just clean your closet out or eat a <laughs> bunch of plums. <laughs> oh gosh. Yes. If you eat a lot of plums and then, uh, just make sure you got toilet paper right now is not the time to do that. Unless you got a bidet or just, you know, rage stomp that thing down the, down the drain. Oh, I mean, you can, you can always hook up a, a hose to, right, to the inside of the house. Oh, yeah, that's what, that's what, that's. I mean, hey, man, I I lived in I lived in Brazil for a little while, so we did there. You know, just got a little hose. We never had a bidet; we just had a little hose. There you go. <laughs> you just hook it up to a fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we're already there, dude. The, there you go. Yeah, we're proverbial almost, has yeah. hit it. <laughs> So I actually looked up the uh, Star Trek episode that I was talking about. It's oh, yeah. called Return of the Archons. Return of the Archons. I'm pretty sure someone's going to tell me I mis mispronounced that. Um, it is the 21st episode of the of the first season, and um, it is a a society that is ruled by another, uh, I guess, like an alien type of um, uh, ruler, ruler. I guess. Um, and at night, they're they're encouraged to to do violence during the festival. It is actually the first episode that features the Prime Directive, um, where they actually call out the Prime Directive. So it is a mm. a an episode that is um, has a lot of lore, I guess, uh, that came out of it because the Prime Directive is one of the main things that came that comes out of Star Trek, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I was expecting a lot more. Um, violence. Uh, yeah. I think David uh, David kind of echoed that in, at the beginning of the, um, before we even started recording. Uh, honestly, I was expecting a lot more like senseless um, scenes and unnecessary killing in, in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, based on what I I guess what I saw from the the previews, I think the previews mm-hmm. were showed it to be a little bit more extreme, a little bit more uh, a little bit more anarchy going on during during the, the movie itself and i mean the whole movie is based on night of anarchy right so i i just thought i was that's what i was going to be picking up and while i did have um some violence in there that we could definitely um think of i can hear david typing um, that was me i'm sorry oh greg oh greg hey, oh. oh my bad <laughs> <laughs> i I, I apologize. No, it's fine. Um, what was I saying? Um, you thought there was going to be more violence, but there wasn't enough because you weren't in the second or third movie or the fourth movie. The fourth movie has a lot of violence. <laughs> the first purge, it's all about the violence. Well, yeah, Actually, uh, that's the one. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, that's like that's the one like hits the socioeconomic, like, if you really want to get into like some, some deep shit stuff. Sorry. But, like, that's like, like that one, like, it... It, it delves into like I mean this is like an all social experiment. This is like uh, like where people are like, oh hey, we're gonna we're gonna try this out, and they don't know if it's gonna work, and they go into uh, uh, communities uh, that might be different than what the people who are uh, putting this to to work are from, and they're not using normal quote unquote tactics because they're sending in paramilitary folks. So, anyways, <laughs> as we as we roll into the regular purge that we just uh, the regular purge the purge that we saw, which is like we'll say seven years into the future, from from when the first purge happened. Well, you kind of see that happening here. Right? You see the the richer um, 
I guess, quote unquote, one percent. They never really say that in yeah. the in the in the movie, but mm-hmm. I feel like that's what they're hinting at. Uh, going mm-hmm. after the homeless, um, yeah, that are leeching off society. I guess is what you can say, and they feel mm-hmm. like they're not an asset to society, so they'd rather yeah. just wait for this day and kill them off, so that they're not taking away unnecessary resources. And you can kind of see that in real life, how people actually do see that. And it's not too hard to, to picture someone that either you've either heard or you've, um, you, you've heard on TV or in real life, you know, saying that those words. Mm-hmm. Well, there, I mean, there's two schools of, uh, of like uh, political science uh, beliefs and stuff like that, that are, you know, like that, that fall into that and uh, more into like the value systems and stuff that people, that people hold to themselves uh, as they move through things. And uh, I want to say it's Gearns is is all about like where it's the um if you don't if you don't provide anything to society then you shouldn't be part of it and that's where like in in this story uh, you see a lot of the the violence against those who are not quote unquote part of the uh, of our echelons of society where the 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 society that's supporting itself in that sense right but what they what they tend to forget is that without the people that are um that they're uh, putting them, uh, that they're that they're saying aren't part of the society. You wouldn't have the society that you have, yeah. and and we're kind of. I think like it, it's such a th- this. Even though this movie isn't co- like necessarily hitting a lot of what we deal with, uh, we're we're currently dealing with. I think we are going to see how a uh, situation um, that we're in currently right now is going to drastically affect our our future um because there's a lot of people that and i'm sure that this is gonna this is gonna raise some raise some hairs because we don't normally talk about this kind of stuff but this is going to be definitely one of those things where you're going to see like a lot of changes in our world and this is not to say that we're going to go into a perk situation people that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying we're we're currently in a in a change of a change of things and it's gonna we're we're just gonna be following repercussions and who knows <laughs> <laughs> so this movie i don't want to get too far into it <laughs> <laughs> well i think going i think going off that this kind of like come back to our conversation we have pretty often on about this on this podcast about what the genres of comedy and horror both do because like the rick and morty episode and then this purge episode or movie um like a really, I mean, like there are moments of the purge that are the movie that are really scary, but like both are taking a look at society in this way. And like previous to this year, we're just kind of being like this far off philosophical debate about things, but kind of unveil, you know, looking at society in a different way and lens and um, the hierarchy of like, you know, in the in the beginning of the movie of the purge, you immediately see that like Ethan Hawke. Uh, has this very nice house and can afford to keep his house super, super secured. And even you don't like, you don't see other people's houses set up um, at the very beginning, but you like can already, like I immediately thought about my house and I was like, Oh, like I'd be screwed. Like I can't pay for like uh-huh. the shut in blinds and the, the steel trap doors and just sit inside and, and, you know, chill out for 12 hours. Right. Well, th- this movie does start off with Ethan Hawke, um, who plays the the I guess the the patriarch of the main family of this movie, um, and was it the Sandin the Sandin family? Yeah, um, yeah, Mr. Sandin. With uh, with uh, Lena Headey uh, playing playing uh, the wife, who, um, Sarah Connor herself from the Sarah Connor Chronicles, and a mama mm-hmm. from Just Dread, and uh, I know there's an, another big big uh, series that I'm I'm not. Well, I don't not say I'm, I can't say I'm not a fan, but I've never watched that. People will probably say like, "Hey, you're probably ignoring the." the You've never the watched thing. Game of Thrones. I have not. What? Uh, it's never really caught, caught my my attention, but I do know that it is one of those those big things that people definitely will. Well, if I if it wasn't brought up, people are like, "You're missing the biggest thing that she was in," uh, or probably the biggest thing. So yeah, we st- we start off the 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 movie with uh, them talking, well, actually him talking. Um, and we pretty much, we find out pretty quickly that he made his money selling the, the security systems to his neighborhood mm-hmm. that helped him 
become um, and have this this much money where he he's able to like add on to his house where it's so much bigger than everybody else's and you can tell there's a, a hint of of um what is it a jealousy from the neighbors that you know we paid for that because we we gave you the money to to protect us and now you have a bigger house than us you have something that we want and that is something i can totally see people uh relating to when it comes to like you know why at least seeing the u.s as being being a, a country where we're we have so much but we're never uh i guess satisfied no no i mean people 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 continually get things and then they're like oh hey i need more of this uh like i mean I, i'm not, i'm i'm just gonna equate it to the toilet paper shortage of 2020 <laughs> i've got i've got four rolls but i need 48 and not not 48 i need two 48 packs how much are you gonna crap dude (laughs) we have chosen inadvertently we have chosen two movies back to back that kind of like shine a light on what's going on like in real life but not 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 like um like it's hap that's all the way it's happening right but kind of like i don't know it's really relevant to what, what what's happening right now which I like I said before, horror horror shouldn't be narrowed down to just ghosts and monsters and whatever, demons or whatever. It it, it can be whatever we want it to be, especially human horror and real life horror. Oh, this this is definitely people monster business right here. For yep. sure. People people monsters are getting to do what they want to do for a whole night. Yeah. Yes. Twenty four hours of people monster business. Twelve hours. <laughs> 12 hours, 12, 12 hours. hours. Oh, well, I mean, you know, 24 in your head, you're preparing for 12. <laughs> if you're not, prepared, if you're not prepared, you're not ready. And if you're not ready, you you're just not, you're getting purged. You're getting purged. So, um, so those of you who have not watched the movie, which I, I would, before we even continue with what we're doing here, I would, can, I would say, why, why are you listening to us other than go listen to another episode? <laughs> um, cause which we are going to go into heavy watch? spoilers. Um, should hey. they watch? Should they watch the the original cut, or should they watch the cut that David and the I David. watched, which we're gonna call they're gonna call the art house cut, the <laughs> avant garde cut, the avant garde art house cut. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so this movie is available on Prime for rent, um, but with the time being um, the way it is, you might not want to um, to splurge, you know, on on a movie. So you, you might, might want to you might not want to splurge on the purge. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Uh, you might want to uh, uh, save a little bit of money by going uh, to what is it YouTube, YouTube, and getting that. What is free it YouTube? Best movie You've heard of version. YouTube? Yeah. No, but I didn't, know, I didn't know if he had sent it to you on YouTube or he had sent it to you on um, yeah, on Daily Motion or something. It, I, I found it for free on the on the YouTube's on people. the YouTube's and uh, and it was a uh, purge the best movie uh, for those following along and uh, it was it's it's a janky cut. That's the best way to describe it with some really great underlying music that never stops. <laughs> I'm sure that's all just to avoid um, getting taken down. Yeah. Yeah. The underlying music also, also helps with all the janky cuts that, that go in between and splice the, the movie back together nicely, I guess in one continuous um, janky cut. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like uh, David saw the movie in reverse or something like that. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> all the, all the, it's like I, I I can't even explain it because I'm sitting there watching it and I'm like the audio is off sync and this is happening when this doesn't happen and oh yeah there you go uh, I even stopped I was like guys this isn't the right version this is a messed up version <laughs> what's well, like uh, the other the other week where I was sending out trailers and then I accidentally sent the whole movie um, yeah right. I've watched it <laughs> like this is the Greg's longest like, this trailer is a long ever. trailer. <laughs> I've been watching it for like 15 minutes. <laughs> um, so, uh, Purge, uh, David, or actually Greg, do you want to explain what the reason of the Purge is? Uh, the reason of the Purge is uh, like, I, I, I want to say in order to cleanse, you must purge. <laughs> and uh, in order to, to purge, you must cleanse. Well, in in um, the in movie uh, reason, 
Oh, the end movie reason? Yeah, you know I mean to like get to to get rid of things in society that they that that the the the, the, the founding father the new founding fathers have deemed uh, purgeable. So those who are not um, necessarily in society, those the the it's the very like uh, um, you want to say the, the the strong survive type situation or the those who have the means to uh, survive either by by uh, having weapons and or uh, security systems. <laughs> Which I think is very funny that the people who put this or allow this to happen pretty much put themselves in a position where they cannot get killed throughout the purge. Mm-hmm. Right. Anything, they anyone themselves up. Well, no, uh, the government officials who, like I said, allow this to happen have been deemed unpurgeable. Um, they are not, they're not, you're not able to kill them. Um, and of course, they allowed it. They they minimized the weapons to to a certain class, and then after above 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 and beyond that, they're it's off limits. But at the same time, there's no no one policing, right? So what happens if you use an an unauthorized weapon the next morning? You just get arrested, or no? I don't. I, I think ever... it's just uh, twelve hours of of no. There's twelve hours of no law. No, no consequence. It's, it's just, it's just what it is. There's no, there's no first responders on the scene and people can do whatever they want for those 12 hours. Uh, you plant the blue flowers in your front yard to show that you support it. And, uh, you either, you either participate or you just, uh, hide out and wait it out, protect yourself. So I guess let, let's get to the meat of the movie itself. I mean, the movie itself, I don't feel like it has a lot to talk about. Uh, the movie itself is only, is I think a little bit less than 90 minutes. It's not a long movie. Mm-hmm. And um, we hear the purge. Purge is supposed to allow the aggression, the everything that gets built up in a person to become out in a one 12 hour stint and allows it to, you know, um, I guess be a better society because we're, we're, we're no longer committing crimes against each other. We're no longer doing the things that we do during the purge to each other, you know? And, um, like I said, people, some people are, are marked on, on, uh, unpurgeable, uh, and some weapons are, are deemed not to be used or, or out of, out of bounds for, for the purge itself. But other than that, everything else goes, um, Ethan Hawke and his family. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even using his, his character name. Um, what is his name in the movie? Um, James. James, um, James and his family end up going ahead. <laughs> yeah. James and his and his family just are going to go ahead and bunker down. They support the purge while, but but do not actually participate in it. And I guess the the most that they participate in is that they provided the the sh- bunkers for the for the people in his neighborhood and his kids don't see the reason behind the purge. They were either not born yet or too young to, to even know what it was before the purge. And of course, like, I, I feel like we're seeing that right now with the, the younger, the younger crowd where like, we need to make a change. We, the, there's no reason for, for this to be going on. And they don't see why the family, even if they don't actually participate, why they still support it. Mm-hmm. Um, they go into lockdown, although the 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 older daughter, her uh, her boyfriend sneaks into the house. I feel like his intentions were pretty much uh, well known. I don't think it was well hidden that he was going to try to do something to the dad. It it seemed like you know it could have gone either way. He sounded like he just wanted to have a nice sit down talk with Mister Sandin, <laughs> just a good old fashioned, hey Mister Sandin, I really like your daughter. It's purge night. You gotta listen to me kind of talk. We've all been in that situation. You're trying to impress the father, you know, by any means necessary. I get it. By any means necessary. <laughs> um, that's why he was packing a pistole. Exactly. Well, I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying is I don't, I, I don't think it was well hidden that he was going to try to do something. I think, I hope it was not meant to be a surprise that he pulls a gun out on oh. <laughs> on her father, I, I really hope that people weren't surprised by that. As soon as he came out, because like I said before in the, in the podcast, my wife does not like watching horror movies. So every yeah. once in a while, when we I do find a movie that, that I feel like she might be willing to watch, 
this one being one because it's not really the like supernatural type of horror. Um, mm-hmm. This is more like heavy action type of horror. Yeah, yeah. Um, she was like, as soon as he came out, I'm like, oh, he's gonna try to kill the dad. I can't. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's no there's no way for me to try to like try to um, what is it subvert her her expectations of what's gonna happen. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty much played out. They they kind of show his dad. I believe it's his dad kind of sharpening the tool. Uh, getting ready yeah. for the purge. Um, I believe, yeah. I think that's the dad. Um, and then, of course, he ends up showing up inside the house. Uh, it doesn't last too long. Um, gets taken out pretty quickly. Uh, quick side note on that. From what I understand, it was the daughter who was initially supposed to go after the dad. And then the the um, producers did not allow it. So they changed it up for the boyfriend sneaking into the house to just do it. So I guess they didn't uh, want to see a family on family uh, <laughs> murder happen um, from inside gotcha. the house. Um, well, I mean, like it, it's one of those interesting things too. It's like I mean, from the 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 standpoint of like uh, psychology, like seriously, okay, you're in love with this, you're in love with this girl, and you're gonna win her over by killing her father, and then possibly having to kill her mother, and then maybe her little brother. <laughs> That's gonna win her over on Purge Night. <laughs> we see. I kind of had an idea of how this movie was going to work out. And I yeah. I thought that he was a mole all along where he would never really like the, the daughter. He was just trying to get uh, on the inside of the family. Mm-hmm. And then when person that happened, he was going to sneak in and, and help people come in. I thought that's uh, the way it was going to happen. I, so I knew he was gonna, he was up to no good. I just didn't think mm-hmm. he was such a screw up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, he didn't last as long as I thought he was in the last. Oh yeah, no, he was in and like it was like boom boom so fast. So we see they never name the the what is it the the helpless bloody stranger? stranger? Yeah, uh, bloody, is that what bloody they call him? Stranger. Yeah, that's that's what they call him. Okay, bloody the stranger. bloody stranger. They never name the bloody stranger in in this movie, and um, he I guess Max is the the little kid. Um, he comes. Sees them on the screens, <laughs> the creepy child. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, let's talk about the, the child here. Um, he's got uh, like yeah, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie is, is, is uh, Char- Max is his real name. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, Charlie, Charlie has this weird obsession of uh, I guess he works on this stupid little uh, oh, it's not stupid, right? Because it's actually pretty, pretty cool, <laughs> yeah. but um, yeah. I would say stupid because I'm a robot. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm like, oh, is this Sid from Toy Story? Is this his his, his prequel? Uh, <laughs> but what's it called? Uh, he works on this little robot, and he's actually able to make it work to where it doesn't make any noises because he's uh, mm-hmm. he's what's it called? Uh, soundproofed it, and it yeah. can move pretty 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 well. Um, he ends up using it to spy on on things and and look at and actually I guess it ends up he ends up helping out the family, right? Uh, yeah, but he sees. I guess he uses that camera to to record the camera recording the outside, which is a little weird. Um, yeah, and he sees the bloody stranger um, kind of struggling. He no, someone's f- following him, and he decides to open up the 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 doors, the and let him in. Which <sighs> why does this kid know the? Why does this kid know the code for <laughs> to open that? I. He's he's a smart kid. He's using that little his little robot to to understand what's going on. He's probably yeah. got the access codes in his little sunglasses that he wears at night because oh, yeah. you know, he does that. And then and then he he sneaks down. He does the little code thing. He's a hacker. He's in. Like literally, both him and and Bloody Stranger. Boom! Doors open. Bloody Stranger sneaks in or slides in, like he's stealing home, which he does. So for a moment there, you they they're thinking that the bloody stranger is the the villain of this movie. Um, I never bought it, even though yeah, yeah, even no. though he never really says anything at the beginning. Um, he kind of just shows up in the background, and you look like he, he looks like he's going to do something, but you kind of kind of feel like he's not a bad guy because when he has a chance to do something, he doesn't do anything; just goes hides. Yeah, I mean, it's just he's he's just a dude that's just trying to get away from all the things that are happening outside. I mean, honestly, like this is a situation where if you're in it and you're stuck outside, you just don't want to be out there. And obviously people are hunting him and he just wants to, he wants to live and he's not trying to cause any harm. You're right. He's just, he's like, I'm just going to hide it out. 
in their house. And we find out from the leader that comes up, comes a knocking later on that he, um, he's just a homeless man. And what I, mm-hmm. like I said before, the reason why they're after him is because he, he doesn't uh, contribute anything to society in his words. And he needs to be taken out to, to, um, avoid him taking up resources that he doesn't need. There's something really chilling about the, the leader of, of these, of, um, these, these teens, I'm, I'm guessing they're all teens because he kind of yeah, just like, or early twenties. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's most likely what they're, they're, they're more in college, college uh, age kids. Yeah. Um, he's really Young like people. calm and has this demeanor about him that is really creepy because he never, he never, he looks like he never emotes. Yeah. Definitely. And, that, and that's, and it's it, it's it's interesting too because like if you for for people following along with the podcast listeners and if you if you actually if anybody's and listen to or watch the uh, the other Purge movies, uh, they probably have some probably a common back. But like the uh, um, there's like a whole like religion and stuff like that. If you watch the show and stuff, they delve into it a bit. The, but like this is this is very much like a um, a, a cult esque following. So like we don't know this in this movie, but. Uh, it, it is like interesting to see this like a group of young people that are like so into this night and it's probably like a whole year cultivating this like hey we're gonna do this thing and they've probably been building up to this right so like he's just he's probably like imagine like a a, a youth pastor at like a church or something like that just a regular guy hey guys come on we're gonna go up for the purge <laughs> you know <laughs> it's it's those knock on some doors and kill some people he's one of those like uh teen uh nazi people that you see in movies where he's like they yeah. they really just have this aggression in them for some reason that they don't know of and they want to take it out on somebody um and edward norton <laughs> <laughs> well and the thing is that the government's giving them a 12 hour 12 hour period throughout the year that they can actually do it so they you know what yeah, they yeah. do it um, I mean, yeah. at that in, in this particular universe, it's legal to do illegal things, so they take advantage of it. Yeah, with and, and not even like I, it doesn't even seem like they think of the repercussions of it because as they're going through and doing the stuff, as as you can see, there's like there's it's not even like the the thought process of what what's gonna like. Oh, okay, cool. Well, well, they see like, it as when a, he's at the door. They see it as a right that they're it's their right to be able to do it. So when they follow up and actually reach the house and say knock knock knock, you know, or they don't say knock knock, they knock knock knock, and then say and then they say, you know, uh, we know he's in there. Your neighbors gave you up. Um, yeah, and yeah, know, it's all very like calculated. Yeah, and the, the thing is, like they're like just let him out. We know you're a good person. We know you're. You know, we know you support the purge, and you know what? Just let them out. We will leave your family alone. But of course, the uh, Charlie and uh, the daughter—I forgot her name—they—they're not into giving up a person for the purge, even if that means yeah. even if that means that they're going to keep continue coming after the family. Well, and then what's to say that they're not going to actually like if you give up the person? Like, you know, and, and this is like the mindset I would be into is like, you know, you open that door to give up the guy was to stop a group of people to come in, even if they say that on a night with no laws. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what also they're... the, that whole group of friends or cult, whatever, um, the two leaders wear masks. And so there's kind of this like mentality that they're also putting on this like mask for this 12 hours of like a different persona or character of. Mm-hmm. Of being like two different people, the person you are when this purge happens, and then you like shed this identity when the purge is over. Yeah, I, I feel like even though it's illegal or it's legal to be doing these illegal things, that you still don't want you don't necessarily want people to know how you are in the real life when it's not mm-hmm. when, when there's not purging going on. And I feel like that's more for the kids or the younger people because the, the adults yeah. come out and they just, without any mask or anything, they just start participating. And we'll, we'll get that yeah. to a second. Um, but these group of teens, they 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 give them a time frame and they get their backup. And what is it? Big old truck is what it is pretty much to yeah. help bring down these, these bunker doors. And um, mm-hmm. they get in and 
there was one that was really creepy. Um, I mean, they're all kind of they're all kind of creeping their own in their own sense, right? But there was one that just kept following the, um, Mary around, and oh yeah, yeah, and he never did anything to her. He just kind of just like stalked her, and he just kind of just stood there. He was kind of like the Mike Myers of, of the movie, where he just kind of mm-hmm. just like a figure in the background, kind of just looking at her. And I is is he the one that ends up attacking her at the at the end? I want to say yeah. Well, no. Like at the end, there it's it's a two it's a two for attack. Oh, that's right. It's a, it's a girl riding on top of it's, the back of the guy, right? Yeah, and she's got the machete. She holds her own for a bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I mean, and, it, and 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 I'm just like my the cut that I watched was all just jacked up. I mean, the cut that David and I watched was all jacked <laughs> up, so it's like all backwards. It's like you see a, sm- a smidgen of that at one point in the movie, and then all of a sudden it comes back like 20 minutes later. And you're like, what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll say Ethan Hawke's character, the, the dad. Um, he he does he does pretty well with what he's uh, with with the shotgun he has. Takes out a couple of them. He fights the 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 leader. Well, actually, you know, he fights a lot of them, and then the leader just comes in and stabs him. Um, yeah, yeah. I knew he, I knew one of them had to die, and I'm pretty sure it was going to be him. Um, I just thought he was going to actually give up a fight to the leader. Um, I don't even I don't even think they said the the the, the leader guy's uh, name, but he um he, he just was, uh, like, he was polite leader polite leader. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he just turns a corner and just stabs him with this big old, big old freaking knife that he has, um, and leaves yeah. him for dead. Um, although he does come back and kind of helps the the family until he until mm-hmm. he's gone. Um, and then it, th- this is the part that that this part did throw me off. Um, we kind of saw some foreshadowing in the beginning of the movie, but then you see the freaking neighbors decide to come out and quote unquote help the the family. Yeah. Then turn the guns on them, um, and really, yeah, yeah. really, they're what they're they're after is after after the dad. They don't really, well, that's what they say, right? They're not, but yeah. now that they're there, might as well. They're like, hey, we're gonna get, we're, we just we're here for him. Well, I the the movie started with the poetry. I mean, I'm just gonna jump jump real quick for mm-hmm. a second, but they started with that poetry, and like, and then when you see he gets stabbed by the dude, and then you know he holds his own for a minute, and then he dies. It's very poetic because like the family's around him, and the poem. Uh, the it didn't start with the poetry. The daughter was like, "Oh, we learned this poem, and it was about uh, or the kid. The kid was like, I wrote a poem about a guy who gave his heart for his loved ones, and it's it's almost this. It's very symbolic, right? It comes back around. So the father, Mister Sannon, essentially does the same. Yeah, and um... sweet gestures. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a group of what um, eight. Four, five. Oh, no, I think oh, it's yeah, like no, eight. Oh, the, oh, the, of what the of oh, the neighbors, the, the the neighbors. Yeah, the neighbors. It was like almost like every every couple that lived around them was like, "Screw you, dudes, coming in." Yeah. So the, the you see and you see you see most of their stuff through the at the beginning um, when they start coming in um, through the through the uh, surveillance cameras and like, oh, okay, they're gonna help them out. Nope, nope. They just want them for themselves. And you see it from the very beginning. Like I said, there's these little seeds of uh, of, of greed and, and jealousy that that they paid for this for the the lifestyle that these guys are living, and they're living off their paranoia and their I guess their fear um, that and now they they feel like they're entitled to to take it out on on the on the dad because on Ethan Hawke um, because they paid for all that. Um, yeah, yeah, and when you know Mary, when she gets the chance to to exact her revenge, she doesn't. She lets the the sirens um, go off, and then she lets them go. But there's that moment where, like, I mean, the the one neighbor that's like kind of instigating it all that uh-huh. held the party and everything. She's like, she's been pushing her, and she's like, just kill us, just kill us. You know, you want to kill us, and she's like, no, I'm not gonna. There's gonna be no violence here and stuff like that. And I found that interesting because you know she's. She's 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 Sarah Connors, man. She's like <laughs> and you know she's like, there's no to be no killing. <laughs> but well, Queen thing is, Cersei, she would kill everybody. And if you watch Game of Thrones, you would understand that yeah, reference. I know, and that's why, and that's why I was like so surprised because I, I know I understand the reference, and I understand it in, 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 in Sarah Connor Chronicles, she like totally destroys, and her son like t- totally in this movie like creates Skynet in a sense, like with his little robot that saves <laughs> the. 
you know, the bloody stranger and stuff like that. Bloody strangers. Like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> so, um, that's pretty much, like I said before, I mean, um, we spend a lot of time just talking about what we thought about the movie and we went through the movie pretty quickly here. Um, how are the the other movies, Greg? As far as is there is there an actual plot line through them, or yeah. is there an actual trilogy, or is it more just it's, individual things? It's a it's a it's a multilogy, if you will. Uh, it's 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 honestly like if you like, uh, I'd say like alternate timeline type situation uh, movies, but you like something that kind of hits on uh, political science in a way, in a weird kind of way uh, that kind of talks about different stuff in a sense because the uh the movies all have their their own takes on how society is uh this one obviously is a um in a sense of like a uh an upper echelon family and how they're holding out through this crisis or the situation that turns into a crisis right uh in the next movie uh in 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 the the other movies you see it in different different scopes and lenses and stuff uh i can't say i particularly like I I don't I don't I don't I don't know like in all the movies I don't particularly like like one over the other because they each are unique and they have a different a different aspect I do like that like in election year and anarchy there's a tie-in uh, between characters and stuff which is kind of cool uh, but also first purge has a um, uh, an interesting take on uh, like I was saying like how uh, it it talks about the mobilization because like they go into uh, I'd say like more downtrodden neighborhoods and stuff like that. And they talk about how a, uh, uh, a, a group of people that live in that neighborhood are trying to fight off people that are going to come in and try to uh, overtake the neighborhood that are more, you know, better, better prepared, well-armed. And then they find out that they're, you know, not who they think they are. And it's, it's a big social experiment because it's the first purge, right? So, um, and it's it's an interesting take on it. So if it's got a lot of um, interesting social aspects to it. So, and then it also deals with, you know, uh, the uh, elderly, uh, the elderly aspect of it and uh, dealing with medications and other things like that. So it's, it's an interesting take on uh, current society too. Um, if you take a look at the TV shows that are on, uh, that you can view streaming and stuff that it delves into like the, the cold aspect as well as like the, um, all the different things that, that kind of lead up to different stuff and, uh, give more, uh, more scope to different things. So people can kind of, if you're like interested in that and want to see how a day in a life, if you will, of, of the purges, then there's that. And then I guess there's a new, uh, um, a new movie that'll possibly come out, uh, in the future that we don't have any information on, but it's definitely, it's, if, if you like this kind of thing, definitely go check it out. Um, if you don't, then, you know, we're sorry to drag you through this, but, and you can purge this podcast later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the, I, I do have to say though, that, um, uh, after, after watching this, I don't know if anyone else had to read the lottery as a child, but, uh, um, Shirley Jackson wrote this, uh, short story back in 1948 about, um, a small town that uh, basically holds a lottery and then they, um, in order for the better of the small community, uh, someone must die. And uh, it's kind of very, it has a lot of root. Uh, I think the purge, even though it's on a larger scale, um, I feel like um, this, this story uh, is very, has a lot of, a lot of root to it. Watching, watching these movies always brings me back to that story. Um, and it was one of those ones where I watched a, a, uh, film representation I think as a child I think like in fourth or fifth grade and it was so weird because you wouldn't think like they would show like a, a like a straight up like uh, it was a very artistic stoning everybody grabbed each other <laughs> stones and, and the one who had the, the not the not the not correct stone uh, got stoned by everyone else in the town it was such a and and but the, the you know the cutscene you don't see the person get killed but it was just an interesting um, uh, thing to see and I was like oh my gosh that's you know it's really dark and at like you know fifth grade you're you're just forming like a lot of stuff and I don't know uh, it's just a uh, an interesting, interesting bit of my 
my childhood (laughs) weird (laughs) memory but thematically thematically yeah the story fits so if you haven't read the lottery go read it (laughs) i think they it was either wasn't it like a miniseries when we're growing up um on cbs or something like that the lottery yeah or nbc or something i I think there was either that or or lifetime or something it was like one of those movies channels or those channels so I I didn't realize there was two seasons of the perjury. I thought uh, it was like a one and done thing. Um, no, no, yeah, it's it's continuing. I mean, or you know, it's it's going. The uh, it's it's a lot of story there. Um, the there's in, in the in the TV series, there's a whole group of of folks that believe if they give themselves up for the purge, this is where the cult aspect comes in. Mm-hmm. If they give themselves up for the purge, then they can you know they'll they'll be like the the, the sheep to the slaughter and. Uh, some of them realize that, hey, maybe this is a bad idea. <laughs> I'll have to check that one out because um, I didn't realize I was going to like this movie. It's not the best movie, no, but no, by it's, far, it's, it's not the worst movie either. I think, yeah. like, it just, for me, when I was watching it, it was more like it just brought up questions. Like, I immediately thought about if I was, like, a philosophy professor, you'd, like, show this in the Rick and Morty and the Star Trek, and, like, you'd all bring up the debate about, you know, if you were involved in the purge, what would you like get away with or want to like, you know, what would you do with your 12 hours? It seems like a great, like writing prompt mm-hmm. idea for a class of kids. That's where you could figure out, Oh, this kid's dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> great first day of high school question. All right, everybody, what would you do? All right. We're going to move. Right. Right. We're going to move you two to another class. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Um, I was I was gonna say Purge Anarchy has like if you if you like like if you like the kill count type stuff that one's got like a lot of random just sketchy kind of messed up stuff in it and then Election Years like follows a, a lot of like the um, it's just a very fast paced like um, m- always moving kind of situation mm-hmm. like a very like uh, uh, on the on the move on the run. So it's like the first purge, the purge movie that we just watched was all in one setting mm-hmm. and purge anarchy is like, uh, Hey, we're driving through town and Oh man, we're in the wrong place. <laughs> well, I believe this then, movie was done in a very low budget, uh, yeah. and pretty quickly. So this is why we're confined to, to the house. Um, whereas, and since it made money, they, they, they allowed them to, to spend more money in the, in the sequels yeah, yeah. to, right. to, uh, to bigger places. Uh, I, I don't think that, I mean, in all honesty though, I mean, it's, it's a good concept. I mean, there's nothing more scary than thinking you're overly prepared for something like this. And to find out that how underly prepared you are because you're relying on systems and not on skill. So, uh, a lot of people, I mean, even like, I'm just going to say it like in their current situation, people like overbuy on things that they think they're going to need but they don't have the, they, and they buy on resources and things that they think they're going to protect them, but they don't understand the, how to use the thing. And you see that with people buying, uh, it could be anything from like stockpiling uh, food to, to, to arms and munitions. And if you don't know how to use the thing, if you don't know how to cook the thing properly and you don't know how to store it, if, if it doesn't, if it, you don't, if, if, if your refrigerator goes down, you don't know how to store the food properly and you don't know how to have any other means to do it, or you buy a gun and you don't know how to use it. It's not going to be any use to you. Right. So figure out how you do these things because this guy had an amazing and immaculate house, but once the systems failed, there was no fail safe. Right. Sends this kid to a basement to get stalked by a killer, mm-hmm. <laughs> but build a safe room, dude. Yeah. You would <laughs> Come think on. that they ha- would have a safe room. You would think he with with all that money, not that okay. You got a cardboard box over a door in your kid's room, and that's a safe place. <laughs> Weak. Yeah, with but, his background I and mean, poetry. Just, it, come on. Yeah, no, I I enjoyed uh, the movie. My wife enjoyed the movie actually. Um, I might be able to yeah. get her to watch uh, sequels, um, maybe even the TV show. I don't know. Um, so we'll we'll see we'll see how how that turns out. Um, yeah. So. A good a, a movie that we weren't even, it wasn't even on our radar until we realized that it's Purge Day. You know, yeah. We've been picking some pretty it's like Day. topical movies. First Midsummer, then Rabbit, and now this. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and, and Purge Day, it was all because of a meme that you sent me. So I was exactly, yeah. like, oh my God, we should we should do this. And, and I was like, yeah, it's one of my mom's favorite movies. So why not, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
yeah any any um any recommendations for for next time well April actually Fools. april fool's day well <laughs> yes but actually we have um we need to set up a time to be able to do our episode with um our friend from under the shroud um, oh yeah we're gonna keep that movie uh, a secret for now uh, I'm going to fanboy so much because I really like that podcast. If you are sleeping on that podcast, you should go listen to it right now because you got time and it's a, it's an audio play like mm-hmm. or audio play. I don't know. Just go, go listen to it. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. It's a, it's a play of a person made, making a pod. It's a podcast of a person thinking about making a podcast making a, in his yeah. normal life. There you go. Does that make sense? It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's gonna take you down a road and I, you didn't know that you wanted to go down. And I say, once you're there, you don't know how to get back. And I say, quote unquote, uh, normal because you'll you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, so I'll leave the the, the link to that that podcast in, in the description because, like I said, we are we are planning to have him on the on the podcast to to um, review movie. Uh, we just need to come up with come up with a good day and time to be able to do that. Um, remember guys, um, we do have new merch out on, at, at, uh, T public. We have our EC comic style, um, or inspired t-shirt out available now. So you guys can go ahead and get that. You can get the classic, the, the classic nerds in the crypt or our middle one, which is our current logo also available, still available there. Uh, right now, actually, if you get this within the weekend of, of the purge weekend, um, they're purging their their stock, so you get actually a oh. discount on uh, the t shirts and the. It's not only t shirts; you get stickers, you get mugs, you get uh, travel. Uh, what's it called? Um, traveler mugs. Um, yeah. Even even uh, you know different little things hoodies. here. Yeah, hoodies. Uh, hoodies are always Man. nice. Baseball shirts. And I gotta say the uh, the shirts. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you can't crop top because then you won't you won't be able to see the logo. Um, what's it called? Uh, the the quality of the shirts, I gotta say, uh, they're very comfortable. Um, my sister in law actually stole two of my shirts because um, oh, they were too comfortable. Um, so yeah, um, now she's wearing a shirt with my mug on on on, her, on it uh, because uh, they're comfortable and probably yeah, were, yeah. were kind of like, oh, what the heck. But anyways, the, they're the, comfortable shirts. Um, like I said, starting at thirteen dollars, uh, depending on the size. I think the most right now are fifteen bucks. Even the the like the biggest ones. Um, so mm-hmm. it's a good deal. Go out there, get get those shirts, support the podcast. Um, like I said, the only thing we really want at this moment is just to try to help um, offset the cost of of, of hosting. Um, that's really what we want to go ahead and do. Uh, we are. I am working on getting the the Patreon up and going so we can go ahead and actually get that going as well so if you guys want to help out we're thinking of doing a couple of things for for the patreon once we get enough uh, people on there we want to possibly see if we can do um watch parties somehow uh, maybe on discord oh, yeah. um or even on maybe even through the facebook um facebook group or something um oh actually i have, well, I have to create a facebook group for that so that we can can maybe do a watch party through there it, some things are up in the air but we would give you a link to either Discord or a group, and we'd be able to watch a movie at the same time. We would, I mean, we would tell you when to push play, you know, so we can all watch it at the same time. We're not going to be able to, most likely, not be able to stream it for you. But uh, I think Netflix now has a, a way to watch movies at the same time, right? Yeah. Uh, so something like that might work. Still. I think that. Yeah. So so something like that might might work. Okay. Um, so we'll we'll figure that out. We'll let you all know when that's going to come out. Uh, if I was to be in the purge, I would definitely just go watch movies for free at the movie theater. <laughs> in the purge, in the purge, During, in the middle of the purge, you'd go to the you go to the movie theater. Yeah, right now I have to pay fifteen dollars to see a movie at the movie theater. Free popcorn, free movies. That's just, the uh, that's the, the that's the crime you would do. You would you would sneak into a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just thought I'd oh, David. share that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, that's funny. with that being said we want to go ahead and thank everybody for uh, for joining us in this in this episode we'll see you guys next time and remember it's your turn to be afraid 
Are you a fan of things that go bump in the night? Chills up your spine, paralyzed by fright. Thrilled by horror at the center of a chat. Then welcome to the Nerds from the Crypt Podcast.